Welcome back to another episode of Best in Me. I'm Best. I'm me. What's up, hey. y'all? You know what? Let's say our names, right? Because somebody reached out and was like, Best in Me. So I'm Marie. And you're Jonathan. Uh, no, I don't want my name out. <laughs> Too bad. <it's> okay. <laughs> no, my name is Jonathan. I mean, because I give my Instagram name, so it's all over. It's in there, too. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. And I'm Marie. Yeah, so yeah, I'm Jonathan. She's Marie. We're yeah. Best in Me. Um, that's just the name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have how names. we? Yeah, it's always funny. We just call each other that always. Yes, like in real conversation, yes. we call each other best. It's totally not for the show. Yeah, it's like not just like in real for, life. Yes. That's each other's names. Yeah, and her children <laughs> even call me best. So. They do. Yeah, it is trickled down to the kids. <laughs> they, They'd be like, "Hey, best." <laughs> they don't. I don't think they know my real name. She had to tell them one time that it's like really, it's his real name is Jonathan. Like. It's not just best, okay? <laughs> welcome to an episode, Yes, guys. y'all. Welcome back. We're back in this thing. Ready yes. to do it again. Mm-hmm. Excited about it. Absolutely. Um, I made it, Marie. You made what? I made it here. Oh, let me tell you. He be late. Like, traffic <laughs> is taking him down. Oh, there ain't no traffic. It was traffic. You're making it up. Okay? The, the state's partially open. You didn't run into that many cars. Golly. Nevertheless, it's a struggle. <laughs> my bed has me in a headlock, and I'd be like, "Hey, you're not going to win today." Um, get out! I'm sorry. Anything. It's the truth. All right, let's get this episode off. Let's get into these current events. Yes, let's talk about COVID. It's still, still a subject. <laughs> We're just going to keep trying to make it as small as possible. Yeah, Roro's still out yes, here, for sure. and um, in the state of Tennessee, we've had eighteen thousand three hundred and seventy-eight cases. Mm-hmm. We had 367 added to that number since yesterday. Since yesterday. You know why? Because we're partially open again and you people are outside kicking it. Like it's 1999. They are partying. In 2000. And we up 300 some odd cases in 24 hours. In 24 hours now. We're not like Georgia who opened back up and they had 1,000 cases in 24 hours. Really? But, yeah. Well, that's that partial open. So I guess yeah. we got partial of the amount. <laughs> <laughs> what you want. Listen, it's still not safe out here, kids. Stay yeah. at the house. Like, now, go I be great. Now, I will say, the, the, uh, the rate of like, um, what's it, what do I want to say? The The... I want to call it the healing rate. It's not the recovery. The Jesus. recovery rate. <laughs> Heal them, God. Heal, huh? Oh, the Christ. recovery. <laughs> the recovery rate is going up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a blessing. So yes. yeah, I mean, you know, but still, like we always say, we could possibly get through COVID, but your grandparents can't. Right. So you know, think of them. But nevertheless, go ahead. Yeah, and so it's ten thousand nine hundred and ninety-six mm-hmm. who has recovered. A thousand and eighty-three since yesterday. Okay. So that's good. It's a blessing. Uh huh. So, but still, you know, it's not that great, not that safe out here so mm-hmm. please you know practice social distancing 100 yes. percent um if you have to go somewhere i understand yes that we're in need of things things Absolutely. are starting to run out like mm-hmm. my facial routine stuff that i use mm-hmm. i'm running out but guess what i'm not going to no store yeah and it, you can order it online though you sure can you sure can yeah you yeah. sure can order it online and can we stop saying open back up the country y'all it's not closed okay <laughs> it, we are still no. eating and shopping i've got packages I, at my doorstep every other day <laughs> so i'm not certain what's closed okay i've been working out yes. everybody's healthy and fine let's just chill and stop being dramatic with the open back up the country yes. we've got to relax yes because it's definitely definitely open, open. <laughs> okay the cases are telling us it's open alone. Listen, okay? the numbers, 300 and something since yesterday? It's open. Something Y'all open. Y'all need to chill. Okay. Something is open. For real. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about businesses. Businesses yeah. are hurting due to yes. this coronavirus Absolutely. all over the world. Yes. And one business that I did see, um, I saw a email about it. Uh, JCPenney is closing over 200 stores due to co- to the coronavirus. They're going from 846 locations to 604 by next year. Mm. They filed for bankruptcy last year. I mean, last week. So that means I need to go online yeah. and see what's on sale. See what's on because sale. Because definitely they've got some really crazy sales, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Heart. And I'm not even sure, like, is it um, any stores in Tennessee, but I'm sure mm. Oh, I'm we sure have. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a story for sure. Yeah. You know what else, too? Uh, I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. Hotels are probably suffering like yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because even in Nashville, have you literally just driven by a hotel? The parking lots are empty, and if you know anything about Nashville, it is booming. You uh-huh. can't get a hotel from Nashville to the outskirts of Lebanon and right. Murfreesboro, right. and they're an arm and a leg. I'm mm-hmm. talking about the hotels by the airport. 
completely empty. So I'm sure we're going to be seeing them close. Yeah. If not middle of this year, towards the end. So good gracious yeah. on um, all the businesses and all yeah. that good jazz. Yeah, all of the businesses that are suffering, yeah. even like. You know, private businesses, small mm-hmm. businesses oh, are yeah, suffering yeah. everywhere. Everybody's suffering from this. Uh, so let's just try our best to stay positive about mm-hmm. it. Um, and support local. So if yes. you follow me on my Instagram, I have this thing where since COVID, I've been trying to eat local mm-hmm. like once a week or shop local yeah. once a week. And I patronize yeah. businesses of people that I know. Some I don't know, but mm-hmm. they're um, local businesses. I try to stay here in Tennessee. Um, and then food trucks. I've been trying to hit up food trucks yeah. like once a week to just patronize someone that you know or patronize something that is local. Right. Um, right. To just help those out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, with those with those businesses closing, of course, I want to talk about the unemployment rate, how mm. it has, my goodness, went up. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, yeah. The unemployment rate jumped, jumped. 14.7% in April. It went from 15.9 million to 23.1 million people unemployed. And we are definitely in that number. Yeah. Hello. I'm included in the 23. Yeah. yeah. Um and I've heard that it's more unemployment than the Great Depression. Mm. The rate yeah, is we've surpassed. larger. Yeah, we surpassed the number that was during the Great Depression, I believe in the 1930s. I can't remember um, history like that, but I think it was around that time. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, people are unemployed, you know, because the businesses are suffering, then unfortunately they got to lay people off because they can't afford to um, pay everybody. Absolutely. Because they're not getting patronized like they're used to. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure they had a projection of how much they were going to make by this time of the yeah. year. And, uh, you you know, you got graduations that people have missed. You got proms that people have missed. Yes. All of this stuff uh, due to COVID and the coronavirus. And, uh, yeah, they're having to lay people off. I saw that Uber was closing a lot of stores nationwide. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because, you know, they have uh, locations in states. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they have offices and hmm. HR and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, they're, they're closing a lot of stores yeah. due to the coronavirus. Like, I used to, people who didn't know, I used to Uber part-time mm-hmm. um i worked my full-time job and i part-time ubered um just you know for extra income mm-hmm. and when the coronavirus hit i went ubering yeah. i'm not taking a chance oh, going yeah, to pick somebody sure. up and take them somewhere no i'm yeah. not doing it it's not safe so and i feel sorry for those people too like even myself so when i initially got laid off my employer was like hey you know we're gonna see you around june this is just temporary mm-hmm. we just need to get through a little small portion and then we're gonna have you come back well like a couple weeks ago they definitely called and was like we won't be able to bring you back mm-hmm. with the, with the way that my salary was mm-hmm. and what the the deficit that they've experienced yeah. since COVID 19 me returning to my employer is no longer an option wow so i feel sorry for those people too who yeah, were like you know definitely. that kind of gave you fuel at the beginning of this like it's just gonna be a couple of months we're gonna mm-hmm. party a little bit we're gonna be at home we're gonna relax right, we're gonna chill right. i'm gonna go back in june sometimes that's not even an option for some no, people no so. no and so yeah that's rough yeah job search is going uh same thing for me like i i haven't heard from my employee they did tell me it was a temporary layoff Mm -hmm. but my employer was entertainment world so Mm. we did events yeah those are not being done so there's no guarantee (laughs) or being booked or rescheduled at this point at all yeah they just don't know at this point so i haven't talked to them nor have they called me um but i have been job searching um but yeah Nevertheless, nevertheless, uh, yeah. the Lord has been good to me. Yes, I haven't gone without a, a want. Hello? All my bills are paid. All my needs are met. And, and we I have, have more, more than, than enough. enough. Okay. So No complaints? None whatsoever. No, not at all. It's not a time that I went to the kitchen and I needed something to eat and it wasn't something there. Yeah, it, it wasn't a time that I got in my car to go buy something to eat and I couldn't swipe my car. Hello? I, listen, I've been out here <laughs> living my best life. Swipe okay? happy. So, we're grateful. Living at uh, what she uh, living hard and swiping hard, yes. like swiping. Chill out, chill out, chill yeah. out. And gas has been in my car, so I I truly have been blessed doing uh, this deficit. Like the Lord always take care of His children. He does. He, he does always take care of His children. I agree. Let's talk about these uh, graduates. Yes. Congratulations woo, woo, woo. to class of twenty twenty. You babies, yes. woo, have been through. Listen. <laughs> 
Went to spring break, never made it back. <laughs> okay. And it wasn't my choice. Okay. Right. They were forced. Listen, let's shout out a couple of my college uh, babies um, that graduated. Um, Nikayla. Yes. Woo-woo. And Cynthia. Yes, Cynthia. And uh, Christiana. Yay. Woo. Congratulations. Congratulations, babies. And all of our Judah High school babies. I yes. would get into naming them, but I didn't write down all those names. Yeah, okay? and we don't want to leave nobody out. I don't want to leave nobody's baby yeah. out. But when yeah. I say we are proud of those um, high school graduates from our church, Judah, mm-hmm. and we are very proud of you guys. And then also, my little eighth grade baby, Emery, he graduated eighth grade. Whoop, whoop. He's going to high school, and I just... <laughs> you got to pull it together. You got a high schooler. Okay, pull it together. Pull it together. Yes, yes. I'm just yes. not ready, but it's happening whether I want to or not. So. Yeah. Um, my sister will be. I would like to shout out my sister. Okay. She'll be graduating in June okay, from nursing sister. school. So I'm happy for her Woo! as well. She'll be graduating in June. Congratulations, um, sis. And we had to, to get their doctorate degree. We did. We sure did. We had uh, Roderick Mm -hmm. and Shay. Shay Snorton. Yes. Congratulations Dr. Snorton and Dr. Johnson. Congratulations to you too. That's some good. Oh, and we also had Christian Smith. Okay, we're going to stop naming him. Yes, yes. But we had Christian Smith. Christian. She graduated She got got her master's, right? All right. And yes. these are people who are like they have families, y'all. Mm-hmm. They got kids and mm-hmm. husbands and stuff. Yeah. And they out here making moves. We're proud of them. Proud of Periana. <laughs> Had to slide it in. All right. <laughs> Marie, <laughs> I wish the way y'all can see you I'm so irritated with her right now. He doesn't like when I say Periana, but it she is matter. really trying to make this a thing. It's not a word. If you cannot find it in find it in Webster, it is not a word. Nevertheless, everybody knows what I mean. So. Uh, sick of you. <laughs> But we want to say moving along. Yeah, and if we forgot a name, y'all, don't hold it against us. Yes, charge our head, not not our our hearts. We don't want nobody. We're not doing it on purpose. No, Um, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, we love everyone. Uh, Thanks to everyone who's making the podcast their favorite. Yes. So listen, we get notified when you make Best in Me your favorite podcast. Yes, on we whatever do. Um, listening outlet mm-hmm. that you, you use, mm-hmm. we get a notification, and we've yeah. been getting notifications of like people we know, and uh, actually, it's been more that we don't. It's been a lot more that I didn't know. Yes, I was just like, Who's that this? has been <laughs> making us their favorite podcast. Yes, That's yes. super cool, and yes. we appreciate you. Appreciate all of our listeners, everybody who share, yes. who comment who sent us inbox mm-hmm. this episode was great i really yes. appreciate y'all talking about this like mm-hmm. um we really 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 do thank you all 100 percent um also my mom listened to the mother's day episode really best. yes what when i tell you i was so nervous because sure. i did not talk to her about anything that i talked about on the show correct and so i was just like oh jesus <laughs> She, I went home. Um, I went home the Saturday before Mother's Day, and I was like, I got her some things for Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and she comes over because my sister bought her iPhone, and she came over to me and she was like, Now, how do I listen to your podcast? I said, Okay, you go to the podcast app. Yes. Let me type in Best in Me. Yes. I said you can subscribe, so anytime that we drop, you'll get a notification. Yes. I said, But here's the last past two episodes that we talked about, and she started listening to the Mother's Day episode, and she was like. Ooh, I had to cut that off. I started crying. I was oh, like, best. Okay, and mom. if you don't know what we're referencing to, go yes. back and listen to the Mother's Day episode. But he shared some personal things about yes. his upbringing with his mom. Yes, so. I did. I did. And so Elsie listened to the episode. So Aww. I was really, you know, nervous. Yes. But I was still excited that she was like, it's really good. Oh, good. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. And even my sister, she, she called and she was like... You made me cry, Aww. but then you made me laugh at the end because because y'all are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was just kind of like reliving that again, yeah. thinking about the things that we went through with all of that. But yeah, yeah. I was so happy about that. That's yes, the best. We do want to like say it. thank you to everybody who has listened to our podcast because you don't have to. No. You don't have to it's share. It's a million podcasts. For yes. Starters. Yes. You don't have to share. You don't have to like, comment, subscribe, all mm-hmm. of the things that you guys do. We are greatly, greatly appreciative to every one of you all. Absolutely. Even the ones who listen and don't tell us. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But moving along, insecure. Woo! First off, 
I want y'all to know we got people out here watching it, okay? I was <laughs> like, I just started Insecure on season one. It's so good. I'm like, I know, girl. It's really good. So we got two episodes to run through. Yes. We got the block party. Yes. That we got this past Sunday. So yes. starting with the block party, yes. uh, the delegation as a whole is in agreement that Molly did <laughs> the absolute <laughs> most. The absolute <laughs> most. Yes. Like, yes. her boyfriend, Andrew, on the show was yes. just like, she's like, I don't know if I should go. What am I going to wear? And she was like, okay, let's not go. Yeah. And she's like, well, of course I got to go. <laughs> Girl, what you want to do? Make it your mind up. It was just drama yeah. from the start yeah. and of the episode. Yes. And so then they decided to go. Yes. Of course, Issa is busy, 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 be working, walking around, making sure everything is okay. Yeah. Uh, she had a staff. Yeah. Um, and she wanted to make sure that every, oh, excuse me, everything ran smoothly. Yes. Um, but of course, you know, running any event, yes. something that you have to prepare for anything to happen. Absolutely. Um, but for the most part, I think it ran pretty smooth. It was a great event. Yeah. Yeah. She started from the bottom. She yeah. started literally from ground up. Yeah. And she had a great event. Yeah. And um, it was literally just drama yeah and it was almost like uh molly it was the attention wasn't on her yeah so she didn't know how to handle it and you know yeah. what i just thought about i never even heard molly ask her do you need help with anything no because how many times we go to our friends stuff like listen can i get yeah. a table a chair what you need yeah and then on top of that they have been in such a weird space and molly has been consumed with her job yeah this case that has she has been working has been really really hard on her mm-hmm. um so yeah, but they have been in a place where I don't even know if she had made her mind up to even think to go ask Issa, did she need No, that? she was literally just a, a lump on a log. Yeah. Yeah. And then when she got there, she was uh, Andrew was like, "This is really good." Absolutely. She pulled this off. She did a good job, she did and you a know, great job. doing this, I can see why she has been busy and mm-hmm. maybe not been able in a space to talk to you. And Molly looking around like in sure shock that it actually came together. Yeah. So you're sitting on this couch at this event, even hating. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, girl, your home girl. You're there, and you still hating in disbelief that Issa was able to pull this off. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to pause for a second and say Issa's not completely innocent. Okay, why do you say that? Because Issa, you know, even though she's been busy, she wasn't that busy on Thanksgiving night, and she chose not to go talk to her. I agree. Issa definitely has her part. Yes. They talked about a time that they were going to talk about it. They agreed to after the Thanksgiving meal and she did not show up. Yeah. Now, she was, maybe she didn't want to talk to her then, but you know, you can't say Molly hasn't been trying because Molly has. Molly truly has been trying. She has been trying. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of get to the end of the episode. So, backstory. Issa had a headliner at the event that mm-hmm. backed out last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly, her best friend, um, boyfriend, has a little uh, insight to some people. Yes. So, she wanted to use a homegirl. Like, hey, Asha Mans, mm-hmm. can he get the performer so we can um, have somebody at the show? She opted out to not ask her boyfriend for a favor. Now, I completely would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes at the beginning of relationships, you don't want someone to feel like you're using them for what they can offer. Right. Um, so she just opted to be like, you know what? I'm not going to ask him, East. I hope you can understand. I'm sorry. So Issa was confiding into someone that she was talking to slash dating. Mm-hmm. He ended up asking the guy and was able to get the performer. Yeah. And Molly finds out and acted a fool uh, at the end of the block fool. party. Yeah. So the guy, one of the promoters came up or the assistant of the headliner came up mm-hmm. to Andrew and was like, hey, which car wants to holler at you? Uh, don't forget to uh, speak to him before you leave. Mm-hmm. And so he was saying, you know, thank you for connecting. He was saying no problem. And then Molly was like, well, what does he mean by that? He right. was like, I helped Issa get him here. And she was like, what? You know, we haven't been in a good space. And he was like, well, I wanted to help your best friend out. <laughs> me yeah you man we man what is happening right so molly took that time to go right over to Issa at this event and was like can i talk to you for a second and so she's like sure so Issa walked away from the girl or people who were around her i can't remember Mm -hmm. um and she asked her did you ask nathan to ask andrew to get the headliner here she was like well yeah and she was like Issa, i told you not to do that 
She's like, you told me that you didn't want anything to do with Yeah, it. that you weren't going to ask. Not yeah. that I couldn't ask. You didn't want to involve yourself. I respected it. Yeah. So you didn't involve yourself. Issa, I, see, on my end, I, saw, I thought Nathan called Issa. Issa was talking to Nathan. Nathan was like, is there anything I can do to help? Issa was like, well, actually, my headliner backed out and I need somebody. Yeah. Nathan and Issa have been in a weird space, so mm-hmm. Nathan wanted to be there for her. Yeah. So, of her course, friend. Nathan yeah. went and asked Andrew, mm-hmm. his roommate. Mm-hmm. So, after that, um, yeah, it kind of just... Blew up. It blew up really yeah. bad, and they kind of exchanged words. No, they didn't kind of. They, they, they oh, did. it almost got into a whole time, yeah. so let's be very so clear. So, Molly put her finger in Issa's face and walked up to her and was just like... Yeah, no, no, I can't believe you. And Issa was like, Molly, get your finger out of my face. And yes. Molly was like, what you gonna do about it? Yeah, it was real mad disrespectful. Like, that's your best friend. And like, let me just go and be honest. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that kind of did something to me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if that's the person that you say you love, that's your ride or die. Like, uh, to give someone the best friend title, mm-hmm. that's close. You're just, I spend more time with you or talk to you probably more than I do my sibling. Mm-hmm. And for, for real, you for to real. walk up to me and you, and I, it just hurts me for you to say that you love somebody, but you about to put your hands on somebody that you say you love. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it was Calm too much. down. Yeah. Like, Get yourself together. Pull away. It wasn't it even wasn't, enough to be that mad about. Let's just be honest. It wasn't that enough enough to be mad about. And two, it wasn't the time or the place to have that conversation. I completely agree. Now, you could have had it, sis. I'm not telling you don't yeah. have it. It shouldn't have been at your homegirl event. You should have hit her up the next morning like, I got a situation. Or showed up on her doorstep. That's your homegirl. You know, we pops up. So, right. hello, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's. We, we They've been needing to talk anyway. Absolutely. So, why didn't you do that? You chose to show your whole tail, mm-hmm. your whole Mm-hmm. at this doggone um, event, at this girl event. And that's the last thing we want at a black event. Yeah. is somebody to get into it. And that was basically the dissolve of the event. Their scuffle ended up turning to a really larger thing. So then people thought it was like a whole fight. It was... Mm-hmm. It somebody was thought somebody had a gun. Yeah, because you know, all the like, we get here, they shooting, <laughs> and, and we run. And we gone. We ask questions ask when we get questions to safety. questions later, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so then this Sunday, this mm-hmm. past Sunday, it was more... You know what I call this Sunday episode? It was a filler, child. We could have kept this episode. God bless it. I heard somebody else say that. It was a filler. They stretching it. They gave us 10 episodes instead of eight, so they had to just throw a little oopsie in there. Um, the only thing that I think that matters from this whole episode is when she saw her at the end of the episode at their restaurant. And she could have taken that opportunity. Issa could have taken the opportunity to talk to Molly. Because she did not want to call her. she didn't want to call she her. She said she, she felt like she always reached out first. Yeah. And so she did not want to call Molly, but she, uh, this rest, this, uh, if you don't remember this Ethiopian restaurant Mm -hmm. was in season one. Yes. It was the restaurant that Molly actually took Issa to for her 29th birthday, um, uh, to celebrate. But yeah, it was, it was. So Issa saw her sitting at the restaurant through the window Mm -hmm. and she could have went in and sat at the table. She was alone. And the episode ended with her like walking away. Like I'm not dealing with this. And chose not to have the conversation. And chose not to have the conversation. So. Yeah. And so now that they still in a weird place without having a conversation. And we'll see what Sunday look like. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So we want to get into our topic for this week. We want to talk about, uh, I'll let you. Yeah, so um, from one of our episodes, I had somebody hit me up, Mm -hmm. um, and they, uh, this is what they wrote. I was listening to one of the episodes, and you were talking about divorce. My parents divorced when I was young, so I don't remember much, Mm -hmm. but it sounded traumatic um, for you as you were explaining it. Do you feel it affected you as an adult and married? Um, She went on to say that I feel even though I don't remember the actual feeling because Mm -hmm. she was so young when they actually divorced, Mm -hmm. I too feel like it has played a role, a major role, definitely a topic um, I'd be willing to listen to. Okay. So we want to kind of just kind of dub this episode of our family. Yeah. Um, The different dynamics of it, uh, what your family looks like Mm -hmm. and how that molds you into an adult, married or single. Okay. Um, So I guess we can start off with my parents' divorce. Okay. Um... To say it was traumatic, child, would just be <laughs> would just be such a small word. It was horrid for me. Okay. Um, you guys heard me mention before that in my eyes, child, we was the Cosby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had two working parents. Mm-hmm. We had a nice home. 
I'm from a really small town in Indiana. And so, um, to me, as a child, and by a child, I was totally um, in middle school. I was an eighth grader the day we moved. Um, no, I was a freshman in high school okay. when we moved to Nashville. So, as a child, like, I'm still a well enough child. There, in my eyes, I never saw any rifts mm-hmm. in my parents. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't like I came home and my parents was fighting all the time or it was some knockout drag out or mm-hmm. it was an uncomfortable environment. Uh, I grew up in a really strict home because of my parents' religious beliefs, but... I didn't really, uh, it, it there was no sign of that there was marital woes yeah. in my middle school and in, in high school eyes. Gotcha. Now, there very well could have been. I'll totally have to ask my siblings mm-hmm. if they knew. Um, and maybe I totally should have done that before this episode just to see if what their grown adult eyes mm-hmm. versus my child eyes. Mm-hmm. But so when they divorced, it was like awful. Okay. It was just the worst thing mm-hmm. that could have ever happened. Um, and it definitely affected me as a girl in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it affected me as a young adult. Yeah. It affected me uh, as a married person. Yeah. Um, because there was a large amount of time between high school and young adulthood where it played such a part um, in my father's in my father leaving that I don't know I didn't really think that anybody would love and be with me. Wow. Because my father leaving, I took it personal. Mm. So my my father mm-hmm. leaving, my mother, he left me. Wow. Okay. I can see um, that. I can see but that. But that also happened um in his actions because when my parents divorced, mm-hmm. there was a really long amount of years where we had no contact with my father. Um, And it wasn't due to, like, my mom. It was, um, if I be very honest, Mm -hmm. I think it was my father's probably embarrassment. Mm. And I think that he didn't know how how to come back. Yeah. Um, But we did not speak to my father for years. And when I say speak, like, it may have been, like, he called on a birthday, we said hello. But I didn't even see my dad for at least... I'm going to go nine years. Wow. That's a long time. After they divorced. So, like, I felt like if my dad didn't stay around to, like, be in my life, I don't know that I took it on as nobody would stay to be a part of my life. Mm. It was rough, child. Okay? Now, this is also counseled Marie. Okay? Because I've had some therapy. Yeah. Okay? To work through this um, rejection, child. Yeah, because that's exactly what it is. It is rejection, which is something that I realized the connection Mm -hmm. in my adulthood. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, 30 adulthoods, Mm -hmm. okay? The good Mm -hmm. 30s. And then still, like, um, noticing the triggers of rejection and then processing that. Wow. So, not attacking the trigger, Mm -hmm. realizing that that trigger has everything to do with me and I need to check myself. Yeah. Because rejection is such a big thing for me, Mm -hmm. which completely stemmed from my parents' divorce. Wow. Oh, Chad, I was therapy. God, Ooh, be more careful. That Jesus. was heavy. <laughs> that is heavy. That is Woo! extremely heavy because yes. you think about it like things. I mean, we're since we're talking about family, you think about things that happened in your childhood. Yes. That as a parent, I'm sure your parents didn't think, oh, well, this will go, this will affect my children to this degree. Yes. This will cause my children to suffer from this at this point in their life. No. Not knowing that. that it does. Yes. It has. So when something traumatic happens in your family, I feel like as a family, you need to go to family counseling. Absolutely. Uh, So everybody can talk about how they're truly feeling. But I don't think that our parents had the tools. Oh, no, they didn't. To think, let's go to family therapy so we can talk about this. Okay, so how are you feeling since this? How are you feeling post-divorce? Yes. How are you feeling pre-divorce? Then how are you feeling post-divorce? Okay, how are you functioning? What is causing you to have anxiety? What is causing you to feel rejection? What is causing you to stay up at night? Like, all of those things should have been discussed, but it wasn't. And so those things trickle over into all adolescence then it yes. trickle over into our adult, uh, young adult into yes. our adult life and if we're not careful we will reproduce oh, children absolutely who will have rejection issues yes so 
you have to make sure that you heal from your childhood trauma so you don't raise children that have mm-hmm. to heal from your childhood mm-hmm. trauma because mm-hmm. you'll repeat it. <clears throat> and they're like looking like, where did this even come from? Oh, absolutely. Every child. Oh, absolutely. And I'm well aware that every divorce doesn't go that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. So this is just totally my experience right. and what produced right. from my parents' divorce was... I battled with rejection right. for a really long time, and I'm and I'm very well aware that it I don't, it wasn't necessarily the divorce; it was mm-hmm. the absence of my father after the divorce. That's good. Yeah, and That's still really to this day, it is something that I work through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, as a whole adult. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whew, that best. That was. It was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah, I'm listen. I'm grateful that I made through without crying because yes. I was worried. I was going you to... took a minute there for a second. I was like, "Oh Lord, is she about to break down?" I was worried. Father I was God, because I was like, I don't know if I got tissue in here. Oh my God! But, but it also, um, so it made my siblings. We kind of banded together, mm-hmm. um, and like I always speak of my older sister who took a very much so a motherly role. Gotcha. And then I also have to shout out um, my brother-in-law um, Quentin because he definitely um, stepped up and took a father figure role Mm. in my life because I have older brothers, but Mm -hmm. they lived in different cities. Okay. So when we moved to Nashville, my sister and my brother-in-law, they were married at the time. They're no longer married. Mm -hmm. Um, But he took the father figure role. Like to this day, he is still like, if I have something wrong with my car, Mm -hmm. I'm going to call him. Like he'll come get my car from work, go fill it and bring it back. Like (laughs) walk me down the aisle. He has... I was his first child, okay? Gotcha. He was a father figure. Gotcha. Um, period. Because he, he filled those shoes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and just talking about, since we're talking about family dynamics, yeah. and that was your experience dealing with your parents' divorce. Yes. Um, there are other families who did not go through a divorce, but probably should have. Oh, yeah. Because of the toxicity. Yeah, and so (laughs) it's just toxic in the house. You walk in the house, you can feel the tension between the parents. Yeah. And it's almost just like, whew, that also affects children. Oh, Because they know that their parents do not like each other. Their parents don't get along. And then there are parents who decide to stay together for the sake of the children mm-hmm. when actually you actually hurting the children staying together versus getting divorced and you know letting the children heal from that yes yeah so it's yeah, it's I have also a home girl who grew up in a home where her mom um and her stepdad fought mm. cats and dogs mm-hmm. she her mother her mother been bloody she Ooh. picked her up off the ground Jesus. like it's been it was a whole war and to this day if you are, if we're in a conversation mm-hmm. or if she is in a, an intense conversation with somebody, like if they're arguing, mm-hmm. if you begin to elevate your voice, she would completely leave. Like it is a trigger for her. So like loud noises, clanging, banging, all of that is a trigger mm-hmm. because she grew up in the, and they're her, their parent, that her mother and stepfather are actually still together. So wow. all of that is such a huge trigger which they should have been divorced yeah. yeah but it's a huge trigger any loud noises any rowdy conversations any banging any clanging she would be like uh-uh let me get my purse i got to go because she can't handle it yeah so to me that's so unfortunate for the children to have to endure that mm-hmm. like no child should ever have to pick up their mom or mm-hmm. father bloody because of the other Mm-hmm. parent mm-hmm. putting their hands on I've always said I've always said adults don't have no business putting their hands on other adults yeah. on other adults for sure you have no business if you I've always told uh the person that I've dated if you feel a need to put your hands on me you need to walk away mm-hmm. because I just don't think it's appropriate I agree. it is not fair for you to put your hands on another adult in a way to harm them absolutely and we're all human and understand that rage happens yeah and clicks before sometimes you can catch it mm-hmm. and so the moment that those things happen you have to do everything that you can in your power to ensure that they don't repeat themselves yes absolutely you have to know know your triggers yeah. so if you feel something like your homegirl she when the yelling stuff she has to walk away yeah know your triggers yeah, yeah, yeah. if something is triggering you and you feel yourself getting angry get your end up and walk away 
away. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you walk away somewhere to safety than have to go to jail because you didn't put your hands on somebody. Because you're going to jail. And I will say this. I think that, and you can probably attest to this more than I can. Mm-hmm. I will say that me seeing... Um, my parents in the home together mm-hmm. and then separated affected me one way, but I'm pretty sure not having that parent in the home at all is a different type of effect. Oh yeah. So not having my dad around and it wasn't because my dad didn't want to be around. My dad uh, passed away when I was one, he had an aneurysm. So I just didn't have a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother did step up, you know, to assist as much as possible. Uh, my brother's 11 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And so, and then my uncle did a couple of things here and there that he could. Mm-hmm. Um, but not having my father, I didn't realize it until it was time for me to become a man mm-hmm. that I needed him. Mm-hmm. There was some unanswered questions. I wasn't much of a talker, so I wasn't, like, having conversations. Okay, so what about this? Like, when my body started going through changes, mm-hmm. uh, no one had to... St- I'm going to be honest. Nobody had sex, uh, the sex talk with me. Really? Your no. entire life? No. Huh. Nobody said anything to me about it. Not as as far as to guide me. To educate you yes. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only, uh, the only education I got was in school when we were in eighth grade. You know, you watch that... The tape, The LaBerfin video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we were definitely obviously those people giggling in class <laughs> we can't even talk about it without giggling so you know it was in class acting stupid okay go ahead <laughs> but no i didn't have anybody to uh guide me and to lead me uh to let me know this is what uh, guys should be doing during this yes. time. Like, this is what you need to do this to take care of yourself. Now, hygiene-wise, like, my mom was making sure that I knew I need to keep my butt in the shower and take put some deodorant on, brush your teeth, make sure your breath fresh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. She kept me clean, you know, made sure I was always presentable. But as far as just, like, a man guiding a little boy up did not happen for me. So I suffered behind that. I needed sure. that. I've, I remember hearing some of my friends were like, Daddy, Daddy. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that used to tear me up as a young boy. Really? Because I did not have anybody that I could call Daddy. Mm-hmm. And now my brother, he did what he could to help. Um, like I said, he went away to the Navy. So he wasn't there a lot. Mm-hmm. But when he came home, I wanted to hang around him. I wanted to be around him always. Um, but then when he, when I was 10, he had his first child. So oh. his attention went to oh absolutely to you know a, raising, a dad himself. yeah he's a, he's a real life dad so yeah. you know he helped as much as he could but he couldn't father me like I needed to be fathered yeah yeah can I ask you a question sure so without um, growing up and not having a father figure mm-hmm. um, in your home do you feel like um, it played a part in like not knowing like not knowing how to treat a woman or like not knowing how to date or not knowing how what that dynamic of like a man and a woman in a healthy relationship in a home looks like do you feel like that hinders you in what that looks like in real life um I don't know <laughs> never thought about it <laughs> 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 no, I, I'll be honest. I've never thought about it. Um, it could be. Hmm. It definitely could be. It's, um, I mean, I just never brought it up yeah. and thought about it to sure. think about it. But I'm sure it may have something to definitely do with it. Uh, my mom always taught me and my grandmother always taught me how to treat a lady. Okay. Um, I've always, anytime I went out on a date, I've always paid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a chirp chirp, so I'm not going to lock the door. I'm actually going to open the door for you. Oh, you open the Yes. I was raised in the South, baby. You better open these doors. I didn't know you Shivery. didn't open my like, door. You're not my date. You, I'm still a lady, then. I will open the door for you if we're walking in a building. Oh, But I'm okay. not going to open your door if you get in the car. You're a friend. Open your own door. <laughs> you got a ring on your finger. <laughs> Doodly noted. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Carry on. No. And so, I, there are men, uh, there are a lot of man instincts inside of me. Sure. Like, I don't allow women to walk behind me when we're walking somewhere. Or children. Mm-hmm. Um, I always open the door for women. Um, so chivalry is definitely inside of me yes. i can't help and it I did. Uh, yeah i can't i can't help that one what whatsoever mm-hmm. um but yeah my dad <laughs> i know this is not we've been talking about that like that in, the, no, in, in every detail but my dad was a rolling stone <laughs> wherever he laid his hat was truly his home and when he died <laughs> all he left was alone you hear me <laughs> like 
the age of my siblings on my dad's side mm-hmm. are so crazy. Like, my brother and sister are very close in age. Mm-hmm. I have a sister that's close to me. And mm-hmm. then there's older sisters. Like, Smokey was his nickname. Smokey oh, got around. Okay, so Smokey. <laughs> Smokey was a DJ and he got around. Okay. okay. So, he was just picking up his equipment and laying it everywhere. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Woo. what is wrong with you? <laughs> Stupid. Okay, guys. Get on my nerves. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we should just be grateful you ain't a hoe. Really? Okay. Because okay? you can be a hoe out I here. I can be a hoe. Like, everything. I'm just like, you just don't know thank my testimony. Jesus. Like, Hello? thank you, Jesus. Thank I could you, be, Jesus. I could be out here in these streets, baby. But I'm not. I just... It just wasn't the thing that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I, one, I didn't want to catch no STD, so and I was just like, Lord early "Yes, in your I life. did." I was raised so in the church. Yeah, listen, I was raised in the church wholeheartedly. Grandma took me to church all the time. Mm-hmm. Like the doors of the church were open, we were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I was raised in the church, but I don't, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Yeah. You're a different breed. So, Emery's 14. <laughs> and how old are you? I've only been married for seven, eight years. You do the math. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter when you find God. <laughs> it's a reset. We are not here to judge your walk. It's a reset. Hello? Yeah. Nevertheless. But, yeah. So, I think it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh, and different family dynamics, like... Um, so we always have that one person in our family when they get too much liquor in their system. Yes. They go left. Yeah, or they just left in real life. You know what? Do you really do they really need something to drink? No, they just I got no. a sibling and like so we got that one sibling that me and the other siblings we get together with <laughs> <laughs> We got this one sibling, okay? Me and my other sister, I can't put the names. Yeah. We talking because then they're going to know the Yeah, guy. right, So right. we got this one sibling that me and my other siblings mm-hmm. be like, what is wrong with them? Right, right. I don't know what's happening, but yeah. I can't be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. That's how, like... <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Me and my sister, anytime that we go to a family uh, gathering, we sit together. Oh, and yes. it is the worst. Like my mom always come over and be like, "What y'all talking about?" Yes, or you know who y'all talking about? Because we wear somebody out. If you did not have a sibling that you could wear one of your family members out with, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for you. But yeah. it is the best time. Like my sister will be like, I'd be like. Walking over towards her, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, get away from yes. me." Yeah, she, she you know already know. Yes. You know it's coming, but I'm just like, "No, nope, come right over here, sit next to you. We gotta talk about this." <laughs> yes. So we just gonna act like this ain't happening. And me and my uh, siblings have no respect to person. Mm-hmm. We they run me down. Mm-hmm. We run each other down. Yep. We, we run my mama down. Let me tell you what your mother, because it's not my mother. <laughs> yes, yes, that's how me and my sister. Let me tell you <laughs> what your mother did today, because I'm sick of her too. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how me and now, Candace call say each that other. To her. No. No, never. We're not crazy. No, no, no. we know better. But no. I call Candace all the time. I'm be like, let me tell you what your mama just said. Yes. And it becomes her mother at that point. Like oh, you absolutely. said. It's not yeah. my mom. I call anymore. my brother uh, Shay and my sister Barbara. Let, mm-hmm. me, let me tell you about your mama because I'm sick of her. <laughs> Listen. It somebody need to call her, but it's not going to be me. The time. Okay. But just like uh, Lexi, um, shout out to Lexi Allen. She's our best friend. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. We In real she's life. She's our best friend. She really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's not. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Lexi is doing this character on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Her sister called Lena. Yes. It's, it's the drunk. Yes. yes. <laughs> Y'all, Y'all please go watch that. Go watch it. she will have you in the entire floor. <laughs> but she is really acting like a drunk family member mm-hmm. who just got diarrhea at the mouth. Say whatever no they filter. want to. To anybody. Yes. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It is. Clear. So... I used to be in, like, I'm going to tell y'all, my mom is one of those people who just say whatever she wants to say to Auntie Bati. Mm-hmm. But she, one thing I can say about my mom is she is consistent. Yeah. She is consistent. If she's one way at church, she's the same way at home, yeah. at work. She's Linda Collier wherever she go yeah. and so when i was growing up i used to be embarrassed because mama would just say anything to anybody i'm just like oh my god why would you say that to them like stop it that's how my mother is she's getting worse yes yeah. oh absolutely older, 
But we'd be like, why did you say that? That yes. wasn't even nice. Yes, yes. Like, my mom <sighs> does. I never forget this time. I always tell this story. We were at church. Um, and I was still living in Jackson. Um, and this guy that she, that knew her walked up to her and was like, Sister Kaya, Sister Kaya, how you doing? And she was talking to somebody else. So she turned her head and was like, fine. He's like, Sister Kaya, you got a peppermint? She turned to the man and said, no, because I don't smoke before I come to church. <laughs> and I was just like, I said, you bring yourself on here. She talking about what I do. I said, you know what you did. You did not have to embarrass what that I man do? like that. He knew he had to pull on a little square right quick before he came into church. His nerves was tapped. His nerves were tapped. And you going to put this man business out there? It ain't right. No, because I don't smoke before I come to church. I said, Mama, get your head in this pew. <laughs> then she just going to start laughing. <laughs> like, I'm up here, Josh. I got to protect you because you just say whatever you want to say to folks because you just crazy like that but she i had to when i got older i grew a greater uh, appreciation for her because she is at least i can say she is consistent she crazy but she consistently crazy wherever she goes she don't I put think, on a she don't put on a uh she don't fake the funk for nobody oh absolutely not but i think that the older you get period mm-hmm. the uh, more you find appreciation in like everything in life like your friends um your relatives your parents yeah like even the crazy person in your family the older you get the more appreciative you are to even just see them to be around them Mm -hmm. the more appreciative you are for your story so like i have been telling myself the past couple of weeks i used to live in this world where it's like why is this my story or you know why can't this and i'm just like marie i'm sorry y'all this man with this blower is i know y'all can hear it and it's driving me crazy (laughs) i just have to go are we totally uh recording the car (laughs) yes so i i don't hopefully they didn't hear the blower but maybe jesus the christ (laughs) i'm just like we really try to have this conversation he's walking closer and closer to the car i want to roll down my window and be like girl i mean sir cut it off cut it off no but i was saying no you're fine the older um i get the more grateful i am like this is just my story yes every piece of it is my Mm -hmm. story Mm -hmm. um my parents divorcing is my story yeah whatever life has brought Mm -hmm. is bringing and is going to bring yeah it's just my story and i've got to live through this chapter yeah if i turn the page i feel my help Mm. Woo! When I turn the page, I won't be stuck in this chapter forever. It won't always be. It's like just this, this chapter. Woo, Shundo, fire. <laughs> I feel it. I feel glad. I feel glad. I feel glad. But um, so yeah, so all of it is just a part of your story. Yeah, it is. It is. It will always be like this. It won't. It will change. Things will change. But you got to keep going. Yeah. For sure. Gotta keep going. But I am appreciative to all of my family. And another thing, like, just because somebody's family don't mean you gotta kick it with them always either. Oh, no. Let's just go and throw that out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just because they are family don't mean you have to show up at every family function. Family can because be you, toxic. They can be very toxic, y'all. Like, yes. for real, for real. Yes. Like, you don't have to be around them if yes. they are toxic like that. Yes, if you have a family member that when you get around them, your energy changes, your mm-hmm, stomach hurts, mm-hmm. your anxiety come back, you nervous. And for some people that don't know, anxiety sometimes feel like you're, it feels like you're nervous. Mm-hmm. Like you're scared. Something in the pit of your stomach makes you feel scared. Um, Don't be around them. No. Who? That's not in the Bible. Mm-mm. You, listen, Mm-mm. you just gotta love them, and you can love a whole bunch of people from afar. From and a distance. I heard something today, and the quote was that love is blind, and it will make you see things in people that do not exist. Woo! Say it again, best. Okay, love is blind. Love is blind, and it will make you see things in people that do not exist. And when I tell you, mm, okay, I was mm, running mm. when I heard this. I yelled and said, "Say it, girl!" The person <laughs> jumped behind me. I said, "I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm on my uh, ebook. Excuse me. <laughs> Didn't mean to startle you, but it's a word. Like you yes. love your family, love them from afar. Okay, mm-hmm. relationships, love them from afar. If it's yeah. toxic, toxic yeah. is toxic. It don't matter who it's in. That's it. That is so true. Man, that's good. It is truly, truly, truly so true. Love can be blind. It can. And because you love a person, you'll think something is in them that's not really there. Yeah. And you think they're going to get it, but they won't won't ever get it. They won't ever get it, best. It'll never appear. Mm -mm. It's not going to happen. No. Okay? And the more that you keep looking into somebody to fulfill something and they keep showing you they're not going to, shame on you. And that's around. when we have to take ownership. Yep. It can be the hardest transition in our life. But you've got to own some of the things. Yeah. And that's one of them. When people show you, 
you got to believe them. Yep. So. Was that Maya Angelou who said that? When people show you who they are? Believe, believe them. them. I think it's Maya Angelou, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's a real thing. So, that's my take. Whew. Listen, I hope y'all enjoy this little family episode. This little family episode, you know. <laughs> we're not therapists. No, we're not. We don't try to be. We're not here to walk you through. We're just here to hopefully give you a little nugget that strikes something in you mm-hmm. that makes you say, you know what? Ah, okay. Yeah. That's something I need to work on. Yeah. Let me go find somebody to talk this through with. Mm-hmm. Like, because you ain't got the answers. Yeah. Tell you you that. don't you don't have the answers. You so don't. yeah. So even with like siblings, if you're going through something with your siblings, mm-hmm. try to talk it out. If you can't talk it out, you know, go to therapy so you can find the words. You because sometimes you can't talk about talk talk it out because you don't have the lingo. Oh, absolutely. You don't have the words, you don't have the knowledge that you need. Um, to be able to have a conversation with somebody because somebody got to stay calm. Yeah. <laughs> somebody got to have a level head in the conversation. Yes. Because nothing will get done. You won't hear each other. You'll just, you'll uh, listen to respond, but not listen to understand. Yeah. And it's okay that sometimes we need to remember also that when trauma ha- uh, happens in our lives, mm-hmm. it paralyzes us. Yes. And we can be stuck in a spot. So even in my adulthood, still dealing with rejection, mm-hmm. that was my trauma that happened when I was 13. Mm-hmm. And it is still like a process of healing mm-hmm. and walking through. And of course, I know as an adult today, because of not having my father in my life, that doesn't mean that nobody will want me. Right. There are still um, things that trigger my rejection exactly and feeling rejected Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter when in life you realize or recognize there's trauma there's a trigger that's the best day of your life because you can start from that very moment to begin healing yes absolutely i totally agree with that i totally agree with that um but yeah i think that's it yeah i hope our transparency helps somebody yes we really do we really hope that it uh aided you um to even look within your own family dynamics to see what's going on you know to address some problems Mm -hmm. or if it doesn't need addressing and just need to keep your distance from that person. Yeah. Realize that that's okay. Yes. It is okay to keep your distance for your own sanity. Yeah. Or yeah. check and see what you're repeating. Hello? Mm. Mm. You can be repeating mm-hmm. um, toxic traits and just not recognize it. But yeah. it is our responsibility to protect our babies. Yes. What happened to us, we can't go back. Mm-hmm. But we can definitely stop, check our patterns, mm-hmm. and to make sure that we are not imposing them on little people. Yes. Yeah. Best. Yes. We want to thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we do. Uh, don't forget to follow us on IG. Yes, we do. At Best in Me 20. Okay. Um, you can also email us at bestinme20 at gmail.com if you have any questions. Please. Or any topics. Email us. Uh, please email us. Yes, and, we uh, enjoy like yes. talking to y'all. Yeah, we really do. We okay. really do. Uh, that's B E S T A N D. M-E-20 at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Jay Collier. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me at underscore Marie, M-A-R-I-E, Elaine, E-L-A-Y-N-E underscore. All right. That's all I got. Yeah. Okay. Best. Yes. You're smart. I know. You're strong. Of course You're I am. handsome. Yes. You're brave. Yes. Best love you. Yes. Have a great day. Be a leader. Be a leader, y'all. Love y'all. Bye. See y'all next time.